What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, well, this is our weekly retro Sunday night heat review show. I'm your host, Corey Smith. I'm in the Diamond Studio today, joined via Zoom chat. Uh, no sponsorship here unless Zoom wants us to shout us, give us one. That's, uh, give us a shout out, you know, hit us yeah, up. Yeah, you got a ton of money. You can spare a couple bucks. Yeah, at CWR4 and 5, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, if you want to hit us up and check out all the lovely content we post. But like I said, joining me via Zoom is my co-host today, Mr. Jose Oseguera. How do you do? How are you doing? And how is everybody out there in Zoomland doing? Uh, I am great. I am ready to talk some Sunday Night Heat, um, which happened, like I said, this is our weekly Sunday Night Heat review show where we, every week, we are, we're 22 years ago today. This show happened. Unless you're watching it in the future, then it didn't happen 22 years ago today. (laughs) But it is being recorded This is the 22-year anniversary of the second Sunday Night Heat show. This is a momentous occasion, I think, in the world of wrestling. This is only a a once-in-a-lifetime. This is like The Rock and Cena at the first WrestleMania. Once-in-a-lifetime right here. You know what's funny about this date, too? What's that? 21 years ago was the debut of one Chris Y2J Jericho in WWE. That's true. WWF at the time. That's true. I did notice that uh, something I saw on social media. So, hey, in about a year, we'll be talking Chris Jericho. That's if we keep up with the the weekly. The timeline. The timeline. The the WWE CU timeline. (laughs) Anyways, nonetheless. uh, Viral galore. Yeah, let's get right into it. The show kicked off. Uh, with Jesus Christ, the loudest pyro I have ever heard. They were using M1000s <clears throat> in those things. And it reminded me of, because uh, I've been to WWE shows. I've been known to go to a few, uh, even when I was younger. And um, I remember one when WWE came to the Oakland arena and it was mm. Monday Night Raw, but it was years after the Attitude Era. you know. But the cane, the cane entrance, you can feel the fire from the other side of the arena. Yeah, yeah, totally. And uh, this one, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, I'm glad I wasn't there because, yeah, like you said, there was like M1000s being set off in the middle of the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, you kicked it off with uh, Kane and Mankind in the ring with Paul Bear and uh, Mankind cut one of the best promos I've heard in a long time. And I... I I, it sucks because I don't remember like mankind cutting great. Like when I was a kid, I didn't pay attention that closely, I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. to the promo no, man, skills. Mankind was a master at, at cutting promos. He was really, really good. Uh, mankind says the day before the King of the Ring, he took the two two of his children to Santa's village because, as you know, uh, Mick Foley is a huge Santa holic, and he has a Santa room. He does like it's filled with uh, Santa memorabilia, and I believe mm-hmm. he dresses like Santa. A lot too, yeah, right? Like for I, like I charities, think he even sets up like a Christmas in July type of thing. Yeah, uh, he says when he was in uh, Santa's village, he was on the roller coaster with his four-year-old daughter. Didn't wait, name wait, her. Let me do the math. Do the math. <clears throat> it was Noel. Twenty-six. It was Noel. That's a nice age to be now, 26. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, he says his daughter kissed him on the cheek and says, this is because, Daddy, you're a good man. And uh, it was a very nice feeling. Um, he says it was a very nice feeling, Uncle Paul. And the next day, the Undertaker tried to take all that away from me. What uh, jerk. Uh, referring to the mankind being thrown off the hell in the cell by the Undertaker, which... 
in some respects it's true like you know <clears throat> i was watching his first thing and i'm like they're ma- kind of making him look kind of face-ish right here which you know mm-hmm. they're going to eventually give him a face turn and get the fan support which if that's the overall plan they're doing Goal. then yeah. yeah but if this leads to him healing it up for way too long and then he turns face again because mm-hmm. you know i going back and rewatching these shows it's like I don't remember exactly what happened in exactly what time I was mm-hmm. a kid, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And we're jumping in this blind, <clears throat> you know, from episode one, we kind of don't know where our footing is. We don't know where the relationship between DX is. Cause you know, they started off heel <clears throat> and then they went face. So we're not too sure where in the timeline we're at right now. We're and of- we're not m- watching Monday night raw. Yeah. That too. That's going to be a future thing we'll do maybe in like 2024. <clears throat> we should watch like a raw nitro and compare the two instead of reviewing the shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it later. Not, not, I, don't know, I feel like that's like something. Eh. Anyways, we'll talk about it later. Like I said, <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, so Undertaker's a dick. He threw him off the hell in the cell. Mankind then mentions how Jr. referred to him as one of the toughest guys in the WWF, and he says about two hundred people were cheering for me that night. He goes, and the rest of the people that were watching me were watching the WWE's toughest son of a bitch, and were too stupid to know. Which is, uh, I was like, okay. Saved yourself right there. Like he's mm-hmm. still healing it up. He's like, you know, you guys tried. I man, Undertaker tried to take my kids away, and you guys were cheering for him. And screw you guys, mm-hmm. which makes complete sense because honestly, if this was today's WWE and he cut that promo about like, oh my kids, and instantly he would have been a face. And oh, yeah. then he was like, what do you mean? He's a heel. You guys are. You guys should be booing him. I'm like, well, no, we're we're cheering him. You know, we're cheering because he's, he's got a family. His life for his daughter and Undertaker's trying yeah. to rip him and away And his from son that. and his son Dewey. That's true. You know, uh, mankind, sent, mankind then says two things became clear to him. He says he will not and cannot wrestle for the acceptance of the fans. And he says, number two, his career will never end in a blaze of glory. It will not be Cactus Jack thrown off the ramp in a dumpster. And it will not be mankind crashing through a, a table 16 feet flying through the air he says the the sad thing is he says is that he will start to slowly lose his bodily functions and nobody will give a damn and that's just he really hurt his kidneys on that on those bumps it's kind of sad when he said that because it's like i really thought about it and i'm like damn man kind of just like at home right now like i mean Mm -hmm. he's living a life and he he is like he probably doesn't feel the best you know i mean i don't know exactly how he feels every day but it's like nobody really does give a shit though like you know what i mean like how many people really i don't know like does in in 98 they said he was pissing blood like all over the place does wwe give a shit like do they hit him they check up on him like hey mick we're doing our yearly checkup on you you injured yourself in 22 years ago and some change uh um, Mm -hmm. you know uh, how are you feeling Oh, you know, it's great. That's, that's a bad, that's a bad McFoley. Never mind. Uh, Mankind then calls out The Undertaker for a match tonight. So apparently, apparently, we are getting Mankind versus The Undertaker on Sunday Night Heat. Pay-per-view quality match. Oh, I don't, I won't believe it until I see it. So, oh, I can't wait. I'm marked at, marking out at this point. Yeah. Yes, on Sunday Night Heat. Uh, and then we have uh, JR, Shane, and Shane's friends. Uh, this week it's Mariah and Linda. They're talking about Taker, and uh, there is a complete chaos. Like, they're, remember we were talking last retro heat show about the barricades being a lot 
closer. They back, yeah, and everybody's they, on top of each other behind them, yeah. They backed them up a little bit, but by mm-hmm. doing so, they are crammed in there. There mm-hmm. was one kid who was literally like... Being squished. Help and me. even the security's like, back up, back up. And the kid's we like, can't. I'm trying. So I feel bad for them. It's like... I don't Not know. me. They brought it on themselves. They knew what they were getting into. <laughs> they had front row tickets, okay? Mm-hmm. They, they went home to a comfortable situation. Well, or or they just wasted... And they're taking their chairs home, too, so... Oh, I don't know if they got chairs at that time for Monday Night Raw. Uh, heat. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it wasn't Monday <laughs> Night Raw, right? The week before. <laughs> yeah. It was heat on the USA Network before <laughs> Pacific Loop. I'll get into that later, though. Uh, Vader versus Mark Henry is our first match of the night. And I was just like, oh, shit. It's about to go down. If uh, any time the ring was going to break, it's going to be today. Yeah, but it didn't. <laughs> No. <laughs> this was a shitty match. Uh, the two big men uh, pie face each other. Um, Henry does hit a military press slam, lifting Vader to the air. Mm, Did you have to hold it for like three seconds? He held it for a second. He, he's, oh. Vader, though, seemingly doesn't. He's it's not used to being dropped up from that high. <laughs> because he's not used to being dropped at all. He's when's the last time he took a serious bump? Really? Because when when Henry drops him, Vader goes down to his feet first and then falls forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just like, oh, Vader, boy. Okay, it's all right. He, he's a little later in his career, and but you know what? I will say this. And I told you before the show, Vader comes out. He got one of the biggest pops of the night. Yeah. And you know why? It's because of Boy Meets World. It's because of Boy Meets World. I'm telling you. It, uh, can we get a, an original air date on that? Uh, I think. Didn't we have? We talked about it. We, our, we, we talked about it, but I didn't take notes on your notes. Uh, let me see. Uh, I'm gonna pull it up right now. Oh, look at that. My notes are right here. Uh, Sweet. Vader. Damn it. No, I don't have an original air date. Oh well. Sorry. Yeah. Oh well. So bad. So yeah, sad. Yeah. Anyway, so we get a running elbow to Vader by Henry. Uh, Vader makes a brief comeback, uh, busting open uh, Mark Henry's lip at one Oops. point. Uh, Henry throws Vader, who stumbles into the stairs. Uh, Henry then <laughs> hits a running body splash to Vader, goes for the pin, but, but breaks the pin himself. Does it twice more, like literally does this twice more where he hits a running body splash and then breaks up the pin and then hits two more body splashes. And uh, the ref calls for the bell and it's a DQ. I no warning. He, <clears throat> he warned him. Time, I'm going to disqualify you. But like, I don't get why it was a disqualification. Shouldn't that he be a knock? That should have been a knockout. Yeah. 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 He did so, nothing illegal. So it's one of those things where. They wanted to make Vader look like crap, mm-hmm. but at the same time, uh, well, Vader, you're not losing the match. You know, you're still winning the match. Mm-hmm. Just like, just, just whatever, man. Like I would have been better off too because they're trying to build Mark Henry as this, as this monster, you know. And yeah. uh, it, that would make more sense to build him up as this monster who can take out other monsters, and you know, but. This is the way they went, and yeah, we have a DQ finish. Uh, Vader gets the win. I gave it a four out of ten. This match sucked. It was a crappy finish, and the person who won, <laughs> Vader, uh, the, he's the one person who won. Got beat down for most of the match, and yeah, was made to look like a complete nobody. Scary threat just reduced to a suffering DQ win. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Former IWGP champion. 
Oh, big Van, that. big Van Vader. Yeah. Anyways, uh, then we get cut to Michael Cole. He's uh he's waiting backstage outside Taker's uh, locker room, waiting for uh, uh, to hear a issue a statement for the challenge made earlier by mankind. Did we mention how cool it was to see Cole back to the backstage scene? What? What? I felt it was really cool seeing Cole. Oh, it was no. really cool seeing Cole doing the backstage segments. Uh, yeah, I I guess he's better than that on commentary. Maybe it's just my nostalgia kicking in. You know but, how nostalgia makes things better than oh, they really were. Absolutely, absolutely. I you know there was points of the show. Some of these shows, I'm like, these are they're great. I'm having so much fun watching it. But boy, oh boy, are they bad sometimes. Oh, I have three cringe moments on, on this show. Uh, Cole says uh, he saw Taker earlier <laughs> walking to his locker room, but uh, he says Taker was in no mood to talk. Oh, boy. Uh, he was in a pretty <laughs> crappy mood. Ha- hasn't had his lunch yet. Yeah. He's hangry. He, uh, did, he, he, um, he should have had a Snickers. I mean, that mm-hmm. commercial wasn't invented yet. But uh, he did say, though, Taker has a statement for everyone later, and he's going to camp outside Taker's dressing room until he can get a statement. What a fucking creep. He's like the yeah. only one there. He's like, I'm going to stand out here and wait for the statement made by Undertaker. Just like, hey, Taker, when should I come <laughs> back? Yeah, we work together. Okay, when should we film the sick? Ten minutes? Okay. I'm going to get a sandwich. Bye. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. What a fucking creep. It's fucking Michael Cole. Then we have apparently the co-stars of the show, the Headbangers, withdraws versus the debuting tag team. Well, it was so confusing, man. I, I don't know. Southern Justice. So this yeah. is Mark Canterbury and Dennis Knight, formerly Henry and Phineas Godwin. That's why I remember them. So here's the thing. JR won't shut up about how they're the Godwins. Dude, and this is this is my biggest pet peeve with this match, mm-hmm. is that they're debuting this new gimmick for Canterbury and Knight, yeah. which is cool, whatever. The Godwins were not going to make it in the Attitude Era. Apparently, you know, like, obviously... They're the brand new the Hillbilly Jim family or something, exactly, right? Exactly. Yeah, they were they were the guys who hung out with Hillbilly Jim. So, mm-hmm. why would you remind us constantly? Hey, this was them over and over again. You want us to get this new feeling, and especially in the like the late '90s where it was so hard to shake any kind of bad. Like stigma. stigma in wrestling, mm-hmm. like of the early '90s when we were just coming out of one of the crappiest eras, the early '90s in Good WWF. Era, yeah, yeah. So why? And honestly, I think it was because they gave them this gimmick, but they didn't care, and they wanted them to be buried, and they didn't care about them as wrestlers. So they said, "Go out there and bury them." Like not bury them, but. Yeah, say that they were Godwin. It's fine. Well, I think they they were. I felt there was do- no reason. Why would the, it- the the reason was they needed someone southern to help Jeff Jarrett and replace Tennessee Lee? Yeah, because no. that wasn't working out. It was very that was very eighties. So having like these protectors was more current. 
than having a manager. No, okay. That's my guess. That's fine. That's fine. And I love that. But why the entire match? Like, they're, like oh, they're. Why remind everybody? The yeah. Godwins. Like, just, mm-hmm. this is Southern Justice. This is Mark Canterbury and Dennis Knight. You know, they've been wrestling in WWF for a long time, but they've now fully realized where they want it, what they want to do. They want to, mm-hmm. you know, kick ass and take names. I don't fucking know. Oh, well, you know. Nut mm-hmm. up, they want to nut up or shut. I don't know, you know, something. Yeah, maybe uh, Vince thought that the Godwins had some type of mean streak inside them and wanted to pump that up. I'm I'm guessing. I don't know. The match was boring anyway. Yeah, and especially since I don't think this lasts for very long because because Dennis Knight is, as you know, Midian. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. Um let's see, back to my notes. Let me pull those back up. Uh if they come in. There we go. So, like I said, why would you do that in the era where, yeah, I already went on about that. The two teams begin brawling, and JR just keeps reminding us that these are the Godwins, not putting over their new gimmick. Uh, Knight is just beating down on Mosh, and at this point, did you watch this match closely? Not closely, no. How many, like, I'm not going to ask, because I counted. They were spitting so oh yeah, much. yeah, I did. I did see that. I was like, every, after every offensive oh move, oh my god, what? eight mm-hmm. times, eight times, eight times, loogies were hawked into the yeah. ring, and four of them were from um, Midian. Yeah, Phineas yeah. or Dennis Knight, Phineas Godwin, Dennis Knight, Midian, whatever the fuck you want to call it, naked okay, Midian. The, yeah. Oh, dude, like I, I don't usually get disgusted. You know what I mean? I just watched Zombieland 2 where there's like yellow vomit and I'm not mm-hmm. disgusted by that. But this is just like every time they got hit, they're like these giant loogies just. Mm-hmm. And where do they put them? Like oh. on the mats outside? They or must. in the ring itself? Because if it's in the ring itself, I, I would, if I was wrestling, I'd be like, dude. Dude, I would I be so fucking pissed if I was sitting ringside and I just got hit with a giant loogie. Oh, right? I never even thought about that. Yeah. So... I don't know. Uh, but uh, so let's see. Uh, he's beaten down, spitting. Mosh is now spitting. Everyone's spitting. Uh, everyone brawls. Jared gets in the ring. Draws gets in the ring. Double DQ. Yay. Another second DQ of the night. Hooray. Waste of a... Uh, well, not what, second. This is the second minutes? the second and third DQ of the night. Technically, it's a double mm-hmm. DQ. Yeah. Uh, this match gets a four out of ten in my book, too. This match sucked. And it was gross. Um, I hope they change the mat after this because mm-hmm. people spitting on eight times myself, I would not want to be on there. So, so I have a quick question. Oh, go ahead. If the, um, if, oh my God, what are those guys' names? Remember those cats from New Zealand? Um, the TMs. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the, um, oh God. Now I'm, I'm fucking, why, why am I blanking on the sheep name? herders? The sheep herders. Yeah. 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 Sheep, but they had another name. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sheep Bushwhackers. 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 If they are hall of fame worthy, which I think they are. Yeah. It are the headbangers hall of fame worthy. Cause they're, they're pretty much the same team. They no. pretty much did the same thing. <laughs> No, well, they're moshing. They're they, they're they're moshing where they're like this. I'm, I'm in like <laughs> set that aside just career wise. I don't know, man. The Bushwhackers I, I, were jobbers. Uh, well, the Bushwhackers were also in WCW and NW. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. pre ranked WWE, WWF. Like they predate all that. So like they had a career before that. Whereas the Headbangers, like I, what were the Headbangers doing before WWF? Like I don't even know. Like this is something <laughs> I need to look up myself, and that I'll probably do some research after I record this and put something on the screen to show yeah. you 
exactly what they did. They were at Mid-South Wrestling. AWA. Anyways. Yeah, AWA, whatever, whatever they were at. I don't, I don't know. But anyways, I, I had, they'll probably be in the Hall of Fame one day. When they run out of people to put in. Especially, didn't they have a comeback like within the last 10 they, years? They did, yeah. Like yeah, they did. very briefly. It, it was for the SmackDown tag titles, wasn't it? It might have been. I don't remember, but I, I do remember them coming back and they made maybe two episodes and that was it. Yeah, well, they they did a few episodes because I remember they were like, oh, they're going to be back for one episode. But um, I was surprised how long they were back for. They probably got relegated to a heat like show. Uh, uh, let's see. I'm opening up Wikipedia uh, history. Let's see their return. Their split and reunion. Never mind. I'm not. It's too fucking much. Anyways, let's okay. continue. <laughs> yeah. uh, Takamishinoku versus X-Pac. Takamishinoku uh, recently joined uh, Kai and Tai. Apparently he is the um, so he is Yamaguchi's son's wife's brother. So Yamaguchi's son's brother-in-law. Yes. So he joined Kai and Tai and I believe on Monday Night Raw they chopped off the dick of Val Venus. That's why we didn't see him this week. I will repeat that again. They chopped mm-hmm. off the dick of Val Venus. Yeah, that's why we didn't see him this week. Um, so, yeah, uh, Kai and Tai. Uh, and, is- oh, and you know what's funny is they they mentioned that John Wayne Wayne Bobbitt is going to oh, make an appearance. I'll, I'll get I'll get to that. Yeah. So <laughs> okay. he joins uh, Kai and Tai. Yeah. He says Val Venus has. Um, um, he says, Valvinus has a, a press conference tomorrow night, a joint press conference with John Lorraine Bobbitt. Uh, now, um, fans, if you don't know, in case you didn't know, jo- sorry, not John Lorraine Bobbitt, John Wayne Bobbitt, John Wayne Bobbitt and Lorraine Bobbitt were an mm-hmm. American couple married on June 18th, 1989, whose mm-hmm. relationship made worldwide headlines in 1993 when, after years of alleged rape, be- oh shit, that sucks, uh, allegedly beaten, raped, and sodomized by her husband, Lorena, an immigrant from Ecuador, cut off his penis with a knife while he was asleep in bed. So, and where did she put it? Where did she put it? I don't know. She threw it in a field. Good. She just drove and just chucked it. Well, you know what? If the allegations were true, <laughs> yeah, I don't. But they, they found it. They reattached it. So, oh, Good did they? It. Yeah, they, he did oh. porn after that. No fucking way. Yeah. Oh my god, a rapist doing porn. Uh, and I did everything I could to avoid it. I still to this day have not seen it. Thank God. Oh, I thought you were gonna say. But <laughs> no, knock on wood. I haven't seen this <laughs> Knock on wood. Glad. I get it. Uh, yeah. Okay. So back to the match. Uh, apparently, there's a match going on because apparently on Heat, all they do is a lot of talking and like you get ten se- ten seconds of the match. Uh, mm-hmm. Pac and Taka are going back and forth. So also X Pac uh, just had a match with Triple H this past Monday night. Remember they had a number one contendership for the Intercontinental Title where China. A uh, member of Triple or of DX screwed X Pac, so they were like, "Ah, they're going to give a press conference tomorrow night, and I, I, I don't, I, I think DX is going to break up. I don't know." Yeah, there's dissension in in the mist. Yeah, so I mean, I think we we do later down the road. We'll start getting Kane and X Pac, and we'll start seeing DX kind of doing their own thing. All the different members. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see, uh, Pac. Oh, let's see, uh, 
that's a Bronco Buster Takamishinoku. X-Pac then gets distracted by Yamaguchi-san. Uh, but it doesn't matter because he hits the face buster on Taka. Pin win for X-Pac. So 5 out of 10. Uh, the strikes Match that were... Match of the night. Yeah. Uh, well, it might, it might have been, yeah. Uh, the strikes that were traded were decent, but the match didn't make me feel anything at all. <laughs> it didn't make me yeah, feel yeah. anything. Plus mm-hmm. uh, the added storyline of Val Venus' penis. Val Venus's penis mm-hmm. uh, brought down the match value. Uh, after the match, Kai and Tai hit the ring. DX hit the ring. Everyone brawls. Uh, Yamaguchi-san tries to sneak away, and uh, he gets he walks into China, who gives him a big forearm. DX then flashes their asses to the crowd. I think that was like, the highlight. Uh, what, what, not uh, what my highlight is, I think that's man. what Vince's highlight. No, no, no. The best part will be when you guys moon the crowd. Oh, no, the, no, the best part is in like the last two seconds. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, that was so bad. And they have those like cheesy like sensors like whoop, whoop, whoop. Mm-hmm. And it makes that yeah. noise like whoop. they're like, oh, my God, <laughs> DX is showing their butts. What? Yeah. This is so crazy. And I'm sure they both had like G strings on or something. I'm like, isn't OK? Like, it's funny for the 90s being so like, I'm not gay, bro. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's uh, yeah. That's cool. Like I'm, I'm super open with myself and my sexuality. Like mm-hmm. the '90s should have been a little bit more open with their own sexuality. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. '90s, come on, be real with yourself. That's all I'm saying, man. Yeah, be a little bit more like 2000, huh? Okay, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, then we have Michael Cole. <laughs> Michael Cole. He says, "Just uh, I tried to get a word with the Undertaker earlier, but." As soon as he saw I was walking with a camera crew, he absolutely refused. Let's take a look at the footage. (laughs) All you see is this door slightly open and then (laughs) just super fast. Like that was the undertaker. He didn't want to talk back to you. For some reason he had red tights on. Oh, we'll get to that later. Well, yeah. uh, He says uh, for a moment there, I wasn't sure who I was talking to or what I was looking at, but all I can say, but he goes, but that's all I could say for now. Back to you. <laughs> what the fuck? That's all you can say, Cole? You're a journalist. Just say it. Just say yeah. it. Uh, Undertaker was dressed like Kane for some reason, and... He had paint on his eyes? I don't know why. Yeah, and I don't know. It was really weird, and I don't know. Maybe it was Halloween in, the, in their family. I don't know. But Michael Cole is still a geek. I don't know. And then everyone back to him. Oh, no, we're about to get to my fucking highlight of the night. Okay. Bradshaw versus The Natural, Dustin Reynolds. Well, I don't think it's The Natural. I think this is Dustin Reynolds is like, wasn't he doing this like preaching gimmick where he was like trying to save the WWF universe and trying to, you know, you, we cannot all watch this. We need to watch things that are good and moral. And it was like to be like brought to you by the evangelicals. Yeah, because the back of his shirt said, uh, what would Emma do? I don't know what the Emma yeah, says. Yeah, WWE. Yeah, but probably Moses. Uh, Branshaw takes it to Dustin, uh, hitting him with a series of clotheslines. <laughs> and then my highlight of the night, fucking JR, man. He gives us a preview. Oh, we're going to get a preview tonight of uh, a hit new show, Pacific Blue. He says, well, folks, he continues to rise here on the USA tonight. First, Jamie goes undercover, porno <laughs> style. <laughs> Oh God. oh God! I fucking popped, dude. Yeah, I popped. Yeah. He's to take down a legal prostitution ring. All that started <laughs> Triple H right here. So apparently, Triple oh H was uh, defending uh, not a drug dealer, a prostitution ring. I thought it was a yeah. drug dealer. Some cop is some bicycle cop is going undercover, porno style. Mm-hmm. 
Dude, I wanted to talk about that for so long with like the second I saw that today, I wanted yeah, to message you guys yeah. so badly, but I was like, oh, I got to hold it in yeah, yeah. <laughs> to talk about it. Uh, uh, there's a match going on. Though. Vince was in his ear too, right? Ah, uh, uh, like porno. Well, let's see what's going on. The cover uh, Jamie, uh, porno. That's a bit. It's like porn. Uh, okay, okay, Vince. Uh, so uh, they're back suplex to Dustin because there's a match. Then JR informs us that Jeff Jarrett versus draws us tonight. And uh, at this point, we have about 12 minutes left in the show. And we're in the middle of one match. We still have Undertaker versus Mankind. And he informs us there's going to be another match. Within- and we still have to visit Draws' world. Can't let that go and by we without. don't even know Draws' world's going to happen. We have 12 minutes left in the show. And that's not, I mean, it's not coming out in commercials because, you know, mm-hmm. we're watching on the network where we don't have commercials. Thank God, because if I had to watch 90s commercials, I would just die. Like, Stridex, uh, pop those pimples, everybody. Do they even still do Stridex pads? Um, I don't think they do pads. Oh, God. I think everybody's on, I don't even think Stridex exists, to tell you truth. I wonder if kids are like, what's a Stridex pad? I watch I watch MTV The Challenge, and that's usually when they run those things. Mm. I watch uh, Catfish. Yeah. And you know, usually those commercials show up during uh, those shows. What Stridex? I, I haven't seen it. Oh, 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 yo! You mean like the stuff nowadays? Yeah. Okay. Um, clothesline, not so much from hell to Dustin. Branshaw gets the pin in the win. Another four out of ten for me. Uh, this match was to fill time. In a show that was crammed, fucking packed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, let's move on to as you were talking about earlier, Draws's world. Whoa, bro! It's Draws's world. It's the '90s, man. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. People got tattoos. Um, so, there, Draws is being interviewed. Goes, uh, people freak out, man. But it's all good. I don't really mind. All all these tattoos, they mean something. Yeah, there you go. See? Yeah. My friend draws is really cool. You know, he throws up all the time, but that's all right. No, he just, uh, this guy goes, oh, draws? Yeah, he yaks. And anyone who yaks is good in my book. <laughs> right. <laughs> what? Like, uh, everyone yeah. yaks, dude. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Jaws, it's funny because he was saying all his tattoos mean something, but then it cuts to his tattoo of Odie the dog from Garfield with a gun in his mouth. <laughs> what does it even mean? Apparently it means something to Jaws. Okay. It means something to him. Uh, you think Garfield hates Mondays. <laughs> Jaws really hates Mondays. Uh, then we have Jaws versus Jeff Jarrett. JR's pumping up the upcoming SummerSlam pay-per-view. He says, folks, I'll really mean it from the bottom my heart nobody does pay-per-view like the world wrestling federation it's not like jr will just i don't know go on a limb for any company he works for and say they're the best company you know 22 years ago or Mm -hmm. four weeks ago you know Mm -hmm. he doesn't really do that whether he works for wwf or aew so really does he self-promote yeah Ah, good old JR's a company man. You got, you got to admire that sometimes. Probably, yeah. You got to admire that. Uh, Jared then goes after draws early. Uh, very slow looking Uranagi to Jeff Jarrett, which they call a sidewalk slam, which was not, uh, which yeah. I'm going to fully in co- full confidence say it was not. Uh, draws does a nice power slam to Jarrett. Uh, then Southern Justice come out as a distraction. Cross body off the top rope to draws, kick out. Jarrett hits a multiple, uh, get, hits him with multiple, hits. 
draws with like multiple different slams. It was, I, I can't really make out. I know there was a side slam, just a regular suplex, just, mm. you know, slam after slam after slam. Headbangers come out to cheer on their boy. Tennessee yeah. Lee throws in his boot. Draw, you, draws uses the boot, hits Jeff Jarrett with the boot. Uh, pin and a win. Uh, this match, uh, I'll, I'll give it a five out of 10. I mean, it was better than the fucking first DQs. Um, you barely saw any of this match though, with all the other crap going on for the brief moments yeah. you saw both performers seem to be, they seem to be doing well. So draws was decent. Right. And, and you know, you got someone like Jared carrying the match, you know, Jared's, Jared's good. Jared's good. Yeah. Jared's like, he's, good. he's underrated as a performer. He's underrated. Yeah. 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 Jared, Jared's not bad. Uh, his booking skills are a little questionable, but yeah, he's yeah, not bad. You know, that's, Neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, after the match, though, Jay or Jeff, I keep calling. I've hidden his note in my notes. I put him as JJ, so I keep wanting to call him JJ. Jeff Jarrett mm-hmm. uh, is furious with Tennessee Lee. He pushes Lee. Uh, Lee grabs the mic, says, "Well, you say there's a problem with you and me, Well, there's only a problem with you. Get him, boys!" And that's when Southern Justice uh, beat up on Tennessee Lee. All three men beat up on Tennessee Lee, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, apparently, no more. I think Tennessee Lee is written off after this. Um, yeah. We don't really have much of him going forward. So, yeah, this is a perfect way to write him off and for Jeff Jarrett to maintain his heel status, because you knew if he if if the boys went after Jeff Jarrett, instant face. Um, yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the best way to maintain heel status and write the guy off because he's outdated. Good work. Yeah. Yeah, go, uh, Vince Russo. He's got a. I mean, everyone is kind of like looking for those attitude era gimmicks here. You know, you know, like the you got the Godwins now Southern Justice. They, you like how they have those 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 uh, the, the calling cards, the or business whatever, yeah. cards. Yeah, mm-hmm. here you go. Southern Justice was here. Mm-hmm. It's like Jesus. How like Walker Texas Ranger bad guy is that of them? You know what I mean? Very. Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, and then uh, with uh, with two minutes left, <laughs> we have our main event, Undertaker versus Mankind, uh, which never really happened. Uh, Mankind comes down with Kane and Paul Bear. Uh, Mankind grabs a mic, calls Taker out again, and all of a sudden Kane pushes Mankind off into the table uh, choke with a choke slam type hold. Uh, hits Paul Bearer with a low chop. Tombstone pile driver to Mankind on the outside. Kane gets back in the ring, takes off his mask, and it's not Kane! It's the Undertaker! It's the Undertaker! So, it was the Undertaker, if you didn't get that. It, it goes to show how close in body types they were, because it, it really did look like Kane for a lot of that segment. You know what? I, and I think this was the time, though, that Undertaker was a little heftier. I was gonna say thick, but yeah, I like same difference. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Whippy, whippy, whippy. Yeah, um, yeah. So that was Sunday Night Heat. The interesting thing about this, though, is that I, for a moment, I thought that was the first time they did this, but this is not the first time they did this. They did this earlier in the year, I believe, in May, when oh. Undertaker came out as Kane on Monday Night Raw. Wow. And, and so, but he was beefing with Kane at the time though, right? So it's just like they're like, does under like how many people have a Kane costume, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like like they people the fans should have caught on by now. But Yeah, and, and they repeat the whole thing on Monday night. Oh yeah. The following Monday, Vince comes out and goes, That's the Undertaker. There's never been a Kane. It's always been the Undertaker. Here, I'll show you. And he reaches for his mask. And it was Kane? 
and Kane never took off his mask, but Undertaker came down or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that was Sunday Night Heat. What did you think of the show overall? Kind of sucked I, in my book. <laughs> super sucked. Yeah. Super, super, super sucked. Uh, what do you expect on a Super Sunday? They just shouldn't build this show like the, you know, the complimentary show to Raw. They, they, they bill it. They hype it a lot. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. Know, we're going to get Undertaker and uh, Mankind. Yeah. Yeah. So they and, hype it a lot and we just get let down. Yeah. And especially to be like the on the one hour show, like I'm like, yeah. we wouldn't even we'd barely get that now. Why mm-hmm. would we have gotten that in 1998? Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, we'll see what happens next week. Uh, are we going to be back next week for what are we doing next week, Jose? Next week is is episode three. Or are we going to do 10, 10 top 10? Are we going to do both? I don't know. We'll see. That's a good question. We haven't. We, we really haven't discussed what we should do for the next top ten. So maybe we should just do episode three. I already kind of started. Okay. Well, there you go. Next week, I guess we're doing episode three, uh, leading up to this is building up to SummerSlam 1998. You know, it's funny. I saw a review of SummerSlam 1998 that I want to watch, but I can't because mm-hmm. I'm trying to hold off because I don't want that to influence how I feel about the show. Hmm. So okay. <laughs> You're like, I, okay. <laughs> yeah, sounds good to you me. Do you? I'm going to watch it. Well, maybe I'll watch it tomorrow. What, the heat? Or the review? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, guys, uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, wherever you're listening, you know, if, you, if you're listening as this is the end of the show, so you stayed, you stayed the entire show, and good on you. Uh, if you want to follow <laughs> us on SoundCloud.com, slash city wrestling radio you can we are also on a plethora of other fine podcast delivery applications itunes google stitcher and Castbox. or if you're listening to us on one of those we're on youtube so come hang with us in person yeah come see what we look like uh i don't look that bad neither does jose like if we can we'll take love letters you know we'll pretend we're in a zoom meeting together we're co-workers uh so right here uh you see on the chart um can uh, sally can you pull that up please thanks uh, uh turn share on your screen share your screen uh, david mute yourself sally. D- sally david can you turn on your mic david we can't hear you then like 12 people we can't hear you david is paul even here this game's blank yeah well, thank you for tuning in. Like I said, we'll be back next week. I'll be back later this week for the B Show. Me, Michael Vergara, talking AEW Dynamite, NXT, and all the fun news and not so fun news that happened in the world of pro wrestling. I'll be watching AEW and not NXT. Thank you very much. Uh, well, a lot of, I think a lot of people, a lot of people, that's how they feel. So we'll see you guys later. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye.